Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, we're a music podcast that chats to artists, musicians and creatives on their songwriting craft and upcoming projects. I'm your host Simon Fink and welcome to episode 271. Today we're lucky enough to be joined by Lauren Jade and Miranda from indie dance trio Blusher. They released their brilliant debut EP last Friday which is titled Should We Go Dance and it sees the band soundtracking all aspects of a night out in this modern age. After you've listened to our chat with Blusher, please make sure you go and follow them across all of their socials. Details can be found within the episode show notes for today's podcast, which is also where you'll find all of our socials. Please make sure you follow us to stay up to date on guests and events that we have coming up and make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your good podcasts from. Our guest today is Blusher. The indie dance and pop trio came together in 2021 as three separate solo artists who wanted to try something different. A songwriting camp brought them together and after learning that they had similar but different tastes and brought different things to the group, the girls put out debut single Softly Spoken, which was an absolute hit. The last 12 months has seen them play shows all across Australia and Europe. They've performed at Big Sound and they signed record deals with Atlantic Records and Warner Music Australia. Now on Friday, Blusher released their brilliant debut EP, which is titled Should We Go Dance? And the short answer is yes. Yes, we should. (laughs) It's an incredible five-track EP that chronicles all the highs and lows of going out at night in 2023. In today's episode, we catch up with Lauren, Jade and Miranda from the band to discuss how the three of them came together and how the band's songwriting is split into an even three parts. We talk about their well-win two years and all the success that they've seen thus far. We also discuss their live shows and the girls share some of their favourite tracks to play when they're behind the DJ decks. Should We Go Dance is out right now and we've put links within the episode show notes where you can go and stream the EP. We also want to say a massive thank you to Emma from Positive Feedback for her help with this episode. Here is our conversation with Blusher. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Miranda, Lauren and Jade from Blusher. Hello, how are we? <laughs> that is very good to hear. Um, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Of course, thanks for having us. <laughs> uh, of course, I'm. Look, I'm very glad that we were able to um to lock down some time with you. I know that it's such a busy time for for yourselves at the moment. There's a brand new EP out. Um, there's touring with international guests. There's your world is hectic at the moment. So, um, congratulations on 
all the success so far. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun to do so many different parts of being a musician in the last few weeks, like writing and releasing and playing shows. And um, yeah, I, I think that we kind of thrive in the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that um, previously all three of you were artists and musicians in your own right and with your own projects and this kind of was the first time coming together. Is there any, and we can go through with each of you separately, is there any different feelings now that you're releasing this body of work as a group and I guess compared to what it's like as a solo artist? Um, It's really nice to have, I guess, support and just camaraderie around the good times and the really stressful times, I think having people to celebrate with always makes things more meaningful. And also, yeah, to go through the the crazy experiences together and you kind of just look over at each other and you're like, is this really happening? And <laughs> if it wasn't through people doing it with you, you would kind of think that you were hallucinating. So, um, yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really nice to just have your best friends beside you through the whole process, the ups and downs. I love that was it always um I guess like any group I imagine that there was work but was it did the three of you kind of click instantly when discussing music or looking at possibly forming a band yeah it was a pretty instant connection and Lauren kind of arranged marriage to the band (laughs) and Miranda Miranda and I actually hadn't met before we formed the band (laughs) but I think Lauren was just so confident that we would become best friends and and have this chemistry and she was absolutely right (laughs) i knew it yes (laughs) um yeah so we we just like really bonded in the studio over that first song softly spoken that we wrote together and we just clicked in so many ways like musically but also just in terms of our weird sense of humor and and niche inside jokes we kind of have our own like become a problem <laughs> <laughs> I do love that though it seems like even from the the get-go I feel like sometimes it takes artists or bands like a little while to um I don't want to say find their niche but like almost sound comfortable or in their like fully formed um like persona and it seems like even from that first single there was a confidence within Blusher that kind of you knew what you were doing you knew your sound straight away and I think that, that it audibly shows. Thank you so much. I feel like uh, we have so much shared experience in the music industry before we met that when we came to making this project, I think we really understood the assignment. We knew exactly what we needed to do to, I don't know, make a solid first impression. And um, it's been really special to see that all kind of come together in the way that it has that, um, combines all of our visions and all of our experience. 100%. DM, I've realised that I haven't even mentioned what we're talking about. We are talking about the Should We Go Dance EP. Um, very important to get the title out there. Off the bat, is there, and we'll go through it separately, maybe Miranda will start with you first. Um, Favourite track? I know it's difficult and it's an unfair question to ask, but do you <laughs> each have like a, a track that resonates with you the most? Oh, that is, that really... It really changes over the life cycle of like working on the tracks and releasing them, I think. But um, probably I would have to say Backbone would be my favorite just because um, I don't know. I remember the writing and recording process at Lauren's house and in her back shed. Um, <laughs> 
wrote that before we sort of had, you know, any interest in the band or before we'd like put anything out and it was just, yeah, a, a little insular world of the three of us and um, same with Softly Spoken as well. But I think, yeah, Backbone is just such an interesting, um, unique sound and I think it's just really fun to have an angsty moment and to dance around on stage and I also love that like we each have um a verse that like represents our personality and we kind of channel I don't know our individuality and then we all sing the chorus together and yeah I would have to say backbone very solid choice um Lauren what about yourself (laughs) uh yeah like Miranda said it, it definitely changes at the moment my favorite is Hurricane Chaser. Uh, we've just been in a few days of rehearsals for the Tuvalu shows. Um, and that is just always my favorite one to play live. Um, I also think that the concept is just so funny. Essentially, that day in the studio, we were looking at videos of people who chase tornadoes. Um, <laughs> and the concept is basically that, like, you sometimes you just you have to see through the bad idea that you've just had um, and really owning up to that in a confident way. I just think is really fun. Um, and it's, yeah, it's fun to play into that uh, in the live show as well. That's awesome. And Jade, what about you? <laughs> My favorite song, baby, don't tell the other songs is uh, <laughs> limelight at the moment. It's the song that's going to be dropping next with the EP. Um mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think I just have really fond memories of when we were writing that as well in Lauren's bedroom and we were just getting inspiration from the Black Eyed Peas and it was like... <laughs> I just remember that night. Yeah. It was like a Friday night. Friday we, night. We went and got Mexican yeah. midway through the session. We were like, yeah, exactly. We were like writing about this ultimate night out and then we were like, maybe we should actually go out and experience this and then come back. <laughs> So we like went out and we we had a few drinks, like just ran down the street to the nearest chicken shop slash bar. <laughs> and then, yeah, we had like, we came back and we, yeah, I think we just had a lot of like bubbly energy that night that really, I think you can hear in the song. Look, I would 100% agree with that. I don't want to um, obviously say that one answer is better than the other. I will say I was going to bring up a little bit later my favourite track on the EP maybe was Limelight because of that yeah. energy that's on there. Um, it does give <laughs> off extreme main character kind of vibes, yes. um, which I absolutely love. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. That's okay. Um, do you find with, I guess, having, because the EP is very, um, it almost like chronicles like the the trajectory of a night out. There's like the getting ready, there's the, some of the fun aspects, some of the heartbreak, it goes through like the whole, what is it, the whole gamut? Um, but it, in terms of songwriting, do you usually go and I guess we could say that the chicken shop or the bar was like field research. Would you usually go and do that to be able to bring inspiration back to for writing those songs? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, I think there is a lot. Yeah, we draw from a lot of uh nights out we've had together and definitely there's like conversation in the girls bathrooms and just like think things you overhear like friends shouting at each other on the dance floor and just like yeah I think we try to inject as much real true story um like each other's stories into the songs as we can and um yeah you could say we definitely <laughs> based on true events, <laughs> <Based> on true <laughs> events. Yeah. it's so important as a songwriter to like spend time just out in the world living I feel like you can get into a trap of just like spending all your time writing music and yeah your inspiration just runs dry so I think if we ever need a good excuse to like go out for a weird night we will just call it field research yeah <laughs> yeah to go and make some really weird stories to write about the next day. 100%. Charge it to the label. Say that it's 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 work, <laughs> isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, Blusher has had such um, an incredible 12 to 18 months, I kind of want to say. I know that you kind of formed the band and put out the song signed within, I think, was it a f- two to three months? Yeah. It's a quick turnaround. Very yeah. quick. Yeah. <laughs> And then now, yeah, the last 12 to 18 months just kind of, I imagine, have been a bit of a whirlwind. And the fact that you've been in the industry for a while, it's not just that it's like an overnight success. I was wondering if I was able to, maybe we'll go back the other way this time, maybe we'll start with Jade, if we were able to talk about you, uh, each of your introduction to songwriting or where you kind of found your interest in writing lyrics and melody and song. Yeah, um, I kind of grew up with a lot of music around me in a musical household and my parents were uh, met when they started this ABBA tribute band together and so I had a lot of like ABBA and a lot of their taste in music like Billy Joel and other sort of classics (laughs) that were always in the house and I think I started uh, I just became really obsessed with making up melodies and gibberish when I was pretty little and my dad would play piano I would like force him to play piano for hours and I would be like jumping around on the couch like just making up gibberish songs and there's some old tapes of those songs and they're absolutely (laughs) horrendous (laughs) my best work but um and I just like became so addicted to it and I would like even to the point where I would just like try to force my friends in primary school to like be a band, like like <laughs> perform the song during lunchtime that I'd made or, you know, just just silly things. And that's us. And yeah. that's, how we, that's how we're It's a lunchtime band. <laughs> gone way too far. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I, um, there was like, uh, like through high school, I think I, I became a, uh, 
I don't, it became a bit more of a serious thing where I was like, okay, I think I seriously want to be a songwriter and entered, you know, a few songs in some competitions that did all right. And it was nice to get that sort of validation of like, oh, you might actually be able to do this if, yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I came, came into the songwriting stuff and also like production and vocal arrangement. I became obsessed with as well and learned a lot from my dad, who's a producer. That's awesome. Um, Lauren, what about yourself? Uh, I'm going to say it all started with So Fresh hits of 2006. In Australia, as we know, is just like all the best of Rihanna and Britney Spears. Uh, <laughs> um, there was also a lot of, yeah, Delta Goodrum, Nikki Webster. I remember hearing that Nikki Webster had performed at the 2000 Olympics or something, and I was just, like, so jealous, jealous in my bones. <laughs> I think I just always, always wanted to be a songwriter. I was doing it um, since I was really little, and, uh, yeah, it was around high school that I got GarageBand on an iPad um, and just became so obsessed. There's nothing that I feel so obsessed with and so immersed in as music and as production. Um, and it completely took over my whole life. By the time I was in grade 12, I was just, that was the first time my song was like played on the radio and that kind of thing. And I think, like Jade said, you get that little hint of support and you're just like, well, <laughs> I don't need to, I don't know. There's nothing else for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, this is it. Um, but obviously, yeah, it's been like, it's been like a long journey before starting this band. Um, and that passion has just never really gone away. Uh, it's just so in my bones, um, which I think we all, yeah, have in common. <laughs> what about you, Miranda? What's your story? <laughs> um, I grew up in a musical family as well, but I was uh, in the classical world. So I was playing classical violin from when I was five and it was pretty, I don't know, yeah, like a competitive classical violinist upbringing, um, which is like a great musical foundation. Um, but I think by the time I sort of started high school, I started really rebelling against the like stuffiness and the fact that you have to play everything perfectly and there's only like a small amount of creative kind of license that you can take with the music and I just started yeah writing yeah picking up a guitar writing songs writing like really bad punk songs um and downloaded Fruity Loops and Ooh. made some you know dubstep uh, <laughs> dubstep demos which got me into uni so it was all worth it but yeah I I went through so many different phases of songwriting like there was definitely the So Fresh era the Jessica Malboy kind of Rihanna Britney Spears was Britney Spears was my first ever CD so yeah we can mm. we connect on that but um yeah I really loved like I really loved punk music and emo music for a while and I was in a lot of bands doing that and um yeah did like soul music for a while and I think I just yeah fell in love with any type of great songwriting and um making music in all different sorts of genres but when I started my own artist project I was like really obsessed with electronic pop and like dance music influence um 
bringing that into like pop songwriting. So when I met these two, I think we just really connected over that. It's pretty cool. We were all kind of doing the same thing yeah. <laughs> uh, in different ways, but it was all electronic pop, essentially. Really similar influences. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it sounds like is that you all had like similar journeys, maybe some different sonic soundscapes. I do look forward to the dubstep remix of Blusher at some point. But yeah, it sounds like sonic, like that you guys almost had like shared journeys that were have ended up in the same place, which is actually really kind of nice for the band. Yeah, yeah it's cool. like thinking about the lessons that we've all learnt individually that we bring to the studio in the same way. Like I think we all know that the songwriting is the most important part and we all know that the we want our music to have some, you know, level of depth and some level of strangeness. <laughs> um <laughs> And there was just certain things in the studio that we didn't even need to talk about because we'd learned it beforehand, which is pretty amazing. That's awesome. I'm really curious, I guess, how that translates then into a live show. I know you've got some some live dates coming up and I always, I know she's not probably listening to this, but I always mispronounce her name because I struggle with the, is it Tuvlu? Tuvlu? Tuvlu. I missed a U or an extra O in there somewhere. I apologise too. Oh, I did it again. Um, <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, how, how, are, how is the live sound of Blusher evolving now that you've got an EP coming out and you've got these gigs coming up? How are you finding, um, I guess, translating these songs to a live setting? Yeah, I guess it was really fun to think about how we wanted to create this Blusher world that people could enter in the live show. And um, we we always wanted it to just be high energy, dancey, fun, and also have some like dance moves and coordinated sort of, yeah, synchronized moves that we do, but moves that are not super advanced that anyone <laughs> can do as well. <laughs> um, and we kind of um, swap around and use wireless mics and swap instruments. And we just kind of wanted to, have yeah a combination of being able to to dance and like have your solo moments in your verses and then moments where we really connect and harmonize and like it's so nice to just look over at each other in those moments oh. sorry I think we just lost our screen but we're, <laughs> we're back <laughs> um but yeah and and it was really fun um with all of the tracks and the way that this, the through line of all of the songs um, kind of happens. It was fun to create transitions between the songs and, um, yeah, figure out, yeah, all of the little moments that we could share together on stage. Yeah. I think that the cool, unique thing about being in this band is because all of us were solo artists before, we are all kind of like all-rounders and we don't really have one thing that we do, like... Um, Jade and I both play the bass guitar on stage. Um, we all swap around and play the synth at different times and that's kind of like a reflection of how we work in the studio is we all kind of just, I don't know, run around in a circle and <laughs> try all of the different you know, different stations or whatever we're kind of feeling creatively inspired to do that day is what we will end up doing. So I guess that's, um, yeah, something that's a bit unique about us is that we all kind of do everything and nobody is like the main singer or everyone's the Beyonce. Also, everyone is the main <laughs> <And everyone's, laughs> yeah. 
everyone has their moments. <laughs> I love that. I think that's fantastic. I'm I'm curious because I know um, I think only judging by the some of the references that you've given me that I'm I'm going to guess a certain age range between you. I won't actually say it, um, <laughs> but I imagine that as a generation that has come up with YouTube and everything else, I know that I've had musician friends who have. Um, utilize the internet to get inspiration for certain tours or um, I think the 2000s No Strings Attached tour for NSYNC was a big inspiration for a certain electro group, which I won't mention. I won't dox them on air anyway. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I'm wondering if there's any inspiration you've taken from any other artists or anything else you've found. Um, Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, we were watching all kinds of videos. Uh, Gwen Stefani, (laughs) Gwen Stefani, Confidence Mm -hmm. Man. Confidence Man, Um, yeah. We were yeah. watching Lady Gaga play the Super Bowl <laughs> just for, you know, in a few years' time. That's an inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> we were watching that in preparation for our first show, yeah. which was to, like, just big sound. <laughs> yeah. It's very impressive being dropped into big sound from the roof. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we did that. So yeah. ambitious, yeah. We were also watching, like, we take a lot of inspiration from dance music and house music and we were watching um, Channel Trey or Channel Trez, mm-hmm. I don't know how you're supposed to say that but um yeah his live show is really cool and he has um like two backup dancers we were basically just like what is a band of three people that do some cool moves that we can actually achieve um and so yeah a lot of dance inspiration from channel trays yeah i think we also talked about how like it's uh just as much about the like the performance and the visual aspect of it as it is about the music. And I think that that's something that we draw a little bit from like K-pop and J-pop. Like it's so about um, the people up there as well as the songs. Uh, But yeah, the, the dance part of it is also about the nature of our EP. We're basically wanting to create the night that we're talking about in the songs. Um, So envisioning you know, people in the crowd actually having those experiences that night is pretty fun. I love that. I think that's, well, yeah, it's kind of, you're, what is it? It's soundtracking the night out. I know that's what the kind of concept of the record is, but you're also almost getting to do that each and every night. Um, yeah. With that in mind, can we expect, I know you've got these support dates, can we expect a full tour to uh, see Blusher around the country playing these songs? Maybe. Surely, sure. <laughs> yes, maybe. <laughs> <Hope> so, <laughs> nothing locked in yet, but <laughs> yeah. a few things floating around. We'll we'll let you know. <laughs> when we hear, we'll make sure we um, promote them in whatever capacity that we can, but we won't push for any further details. Um. <laughs> we actually, yeah, we can't wait to play more shows. Uh, we are so yeah, the show is locked and loaded, mm. um, and we have so much energy to yeah play. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we basically want to kick people's nights off with our set and then just DJ the after party for another four <laughs> hours and just get to curate some chaotic vibes. <laughs> that sounds absolutely incredible. I will when you do announce it, whenever that is, I will be there first, first in the door. So, <laughs> what would you request as your song in the DJ booth? Oh, um, are we talking like so? Is it so fresh style vibes from? <laughs> your, yeah, your favorite. It's anything. like track. remixes of the so. It's like yeah. all, uh, hardcore. Yeah, yeah, it goes a little harder. Do any? Of, I might be showing my age with this. Do any of you remember that? Um, 
it was like a 90s teen comedy, Can't Hardly Wait, with Jennifer Love Hewitt. I feel like I've heard of that. And Smash Mouth did um, Can't Get Enough of You. It was like just after they did Shrek. But um, (laughs) the golden years. The golden years. We're showing our age too. It's an absolutely trash song, but it seems to go on the dance floor. So uh, that that would be my request. That's exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. Absolute trash yeah. that is really that everyone fun. Everyone, yeah, wants to dance to. <laughs> what we would usually ask our guests um, at the end of each episode is what they're currently listening to. In the spirit of what we're talking about, I'm wondering whether we can alter it slightly and if I can get one, and when I say trash, I mean like gold trash, um, <laughs> Of, of what your one request for the night would be to the DJ. Oh my Mine gosh. is Circus by Britney Spears. Oh, I've never sorry. not listened to the song. Oh All eyes on me in the center of the ring. Like mm-hmm. absolute banger. <laughs> Maybe yeah. what you waiting for Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't so think that's also G U Y Lady Gaga. G U I. That's I've got too many. Uh, oh well, uh, I've got a feeling Black Eyed Peas. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. That's um, no one's going to know this, but <laughs> I'm going to say um, this remix that I found on TikTok of a uh, Not Fair by Lily Allen, but it's like a hard techno version. Um, <laughs> yeah. We also found a remix of I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry oh. the other night that mm. is just so great and awful. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like... Sometimes I listen to these remixes and I just think, how dare you? <laughs> like some producers just like really, really had a lot of coffee that day. Anyway. <laughs> I absolutely love all of those. And I think anyone, I'm not sure I can't speak for anyone else listening, but um, I know that I'm even now more excited for these gigs if that's what's to follow after the set as well. So I imagine that people are feeling the same. Um, look, I very much appreciate all of your time today. Lauren Jada Miranda, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and congratulations on the brand new EP, Should We Go Dance? It is out now by Blusher. But um, yeah, thank you again. Thank you so much. Thanks thank so you much. so much.